when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? Welcome to Waypoints. Day something. Ongoing, day something, (laughs) holiday, spectacular. Uh, I'm also Walker, joined in the studio by Rob Zachney. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Patrick Klepek. Happy holidays. I'm sorry, I froze. You'll shoot your eye out. <laughs> got, yep, got the hole. That's it. That's, I was like, that's how it finishes. This is the Dark Souls one. I was like, "Am I on this? I'm, I'll be here. I'll be here." I, I guess. am. I am smiling beatifically upon this discussion. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> my oh wow, you're in the pose, posing like Jesus, the Jesus of Dark Souls, Rob Zachney. Uh, <laughs> we are. Um, it doesn't mean he died. Not the Dark Souls of Jesus. That's you different. You son of man's kiss to kill <laughs> yeah. the. Uh, the, the, the rules as I understand them. Yeah. Patrick, I, I learned this after the fact. I sure. learned this yep. after it was decided mm-hmm. is that I know we're a five star pod, five star, five star runtime yep. podcast as we know, but Patrick, you have this decided. Is, this is a website that when the reason we did Monday and Friday podcast was so that we could do shorter podcasts. <laughs> Instead, what you took it, what you took you took my idea and yep. then just did two really long podcasts. Yeah. God. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Oh, it took time. It, built, it did. It grew. It did. It like did. a little baby. When it was just you and I, those were like yeah, hour pods. Yeah, a little baby. Uh, and now it's like, <laughs> you know, so like when the chestburster like <laughs> launches yeah. out of the chest, yeah. it's tiny. It's tiny. And you're like, this seems like could be a problem, but probably manageable. <laughs> I bet that cat can And then our podcast molded. No. <laughs> yes. Now we are, it is a fully fledged xenomorph crawling on the ceilings, acid blood dripping down and uh so the idea came up with most of it because i think it'd be a fun gimmick because these podcasts have gotten yeah. so out of control um and also because we have a limited window and we're trying to get stuff done so people can have you know breaks over the holidays is that we're limiting ourselves to a 30 minute discussion over a course of a number of topics that doesn't include right now yeah there is a moment where 30 minutes starts yes and then Kato it also is doesn't gonna... include the death stranding spoiler cast the fire Emblem spoiler cast Correct. or the game of the year discussions which took two days which yes. took us eight <laughs> hours to record. Yeah, no, that yeah, that, those those were that would be unfair restrictions. But yes. something like Dark Souls and uh, and uh, some of the other ones we're doing. Uh, oh, can I shout a game out that we missed yesterday? Even though they might not hear that one until tomorrow. Sure, yeah. Devotion That's... came out this year. Okay, the horror game. Oh yeah, uh, I never played right. that. I, so I mean, watched, not many people got a chance. Not yeah, not a lot right. of people got and a there chance. Are, there are there are means. There are there are means, and I'm going to say you should take the means. Yes, uh, that I game, don't think that game is going to get released again. <laughs> that game uh, seemed you should go support the developer by picking up their other game. Yes. Uh, uh, Detention, yes. Which I've also heard is fantastic. Um, uh, I watched a couple of friends play through Devotion uh, for the ho- for like Halloween uh, around that time. Um, I guess it was actually a little bit before that. Uh, but that game is fantastic. Um, it is very sad. 
Uh, yes. it is a it is a horror game that that has some some really difficult you know uh, um, which is the best themes. horror that actually yes. uses uh, the horror of humanity yeah. to uh, and a really surprising ending is what I want to say hmm. so and not just surprising like shock j- jump yeah. scare uh, but anyway that's it okay Last this shout is a, out. Kyle this is officially the first podcast because we have now laid out the rules in this podcast shit okay. so this has to be first uh, fine. <laughs> which makes it because we can't best. we can't do that in also, all the other ones. we did a holiday greeting up top I think we could. We probably should. We can, but I mean, the way like, we talked it we, through. We, we, I have now set it up. Yes, we've. In a, I I would never in the third podcast be like, well, the way I learned about it is. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, we'll set up the rules each time. Yeah. But this is now officially <sighs> the first one. Okay, so Dark fine. Souls. Dark Souls. One of the ideas y'all had, I guess, probably you. Patrick, is this starting it? No, we're not hitting the button yet. Okay. All right? right. Not, or maybe not we yet. are. Maybe we are. I think we are. Can you yeah. pull up thirty minutes? Right. Starting thirty minutes. Thirty on the minutes. Clock. Can we get a funny alarm sound? Sure. We also, what about, what about we, like the you died sound? Like, whoosh, whoosh. yeah, that'd be, yeah. Uh-huh. This is not funny. Or, uh, can you pull up a Dark Souls laugh? <laughs> you should have one ready to go. <laughs> yep. yeah, can we, yeah, can we just pull up uh, a Dark Souls laugh, please? Yeah, and it'll, gonna... it'll just play on. No, we need that to start. Oh, you're saying, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That's good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Live production. Did you find the Dark Souls laugh in Jedi Order? Yes. It's great. It's good. I'm yeah. glad it's there. I was glad there was at least one of those yeah, in the game, yeah, which yeah, is. Yeah. And I think they specifically. Even typed it out in the subtitles where it's like, like a like a K, like a, yeah, like, a, like a, yeah, I forget yeah. what it is, but I think it was even written uh, in a way that was supposed to like signal. Yeah, this, he, 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 yeah he, he, exactly. Laughing matter, I do. That one, <laughs> that one, <laughs> or, <just> or this. <laughs> Wait, this is just a compilation. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. This is great. How long is the compilation? <laughs> it's a minute. Thirty <laughs> seconds. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, we're listening to it. We don't have to listen to it all the way through the second time, but I want to hear them all right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dark Souls laugh of the decade. <laughs> that would have been, yeah. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Was it a big. Uh, Sigmund? Siegfried? Siegfried. There's a couple of different ones. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites because it's in the helmet. <laughs> I think this is showing there's a real there's a breath here that people oh yeah but it's, but there's a through line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a story to be told about this yeah. that is untold. Yeah, you're right. I need That's to ask Miyazaki next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. End of story. You bloody fool. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, do you have? A, do you want to hit hit the timer? Timer. Go. All so Dark right. Souls. Yep. One of the ideas you had was Dark Souls of the decade. Conversation about Dark Souls. Also, you're gonna make me talk. Back, about Dark Souls yeah. Too. One of, we've because we've hinted at this in the past. Yeah. Of uh, we diverge on Dark Souls two pretty uh, sharply. Yeah. Which I I will posit. A lot of that probably you've man you've talked about some mechanical or layout things you like with yeah, Dark Souls yeah, too, yeah. but I think we we often come at this series from different angles in which like I don't care that much about the lore or the storytelling. Right. Like I'll watch a video and appreciate it, but during the act of playing the game, I'm doing almost zero engagement with that. Bloodborne was the rare exception, yeah, because the setting really called to me. And so Dark Souls two I found to be the least interesting to play, and I s- still mostly think that's true. Um, 
but I know that you also think that the story of Dark Souls 2 I is do. fantastic. Well, I think that like that is a huge part of it. I, I, I think it's, there's so many different ways I can talk about this because I can talk about this in a positive sense, which is to say a way in which I'm just talking about what I like about it. There's also a version of this conversation where I get very defensive or very like responsive, which is yeah. like I know what the I know why people don't like Dark Souls right. 2, and those reasons don't bug me, right? Right. But let's start with stuff I like a lot, and I think the the story stuff is a huge part of it. Uh, Dark Souls as a series is a game about cycles. Dark Souls one sets up that there has been one big cycle from the, the time of the ancient dragons and blah, 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 and then Gwyn, and then like, okay, are you going to continue the cycle, right? Dark Souls 3 is the whole premise is like, can we end the cycle? Yeah. The thing I love about Dark Souls 2 is in terms of narrative is like, that is a game in which you see the cycles, right? Like, uh, there are, just like in Dark Souls 1, there are four major bosses that you have to go do to advance the plot at a certain point, and each one of them is very clearly a reinterpretation or an echo um, of a major NPC from the past, right. from Dark Souls. And I like that stuff already. The stuff that I end up loving about the story of Dark Souls, um, there's kind of two things. One is not even story so much as atmosphere and tone. Um, there is something about places like Majula. So I will say, I think, hates I will say, I know, Majula yeah. is all-time good. The, the all-time, like, spot to hang out in. Like, yes. the music is incredible. Yeah. Like, it's a beautiful little area looking over the water. Totally. Like it, it, in a game, in a series full of ugliness, it is like one of the rare times when it's just profoundly beautiful. Right. Well, and then the other half of it is, it's funny that you that you don't care about, I don't think Dark Souls 2 cares as much about lore as it does about story. Dark That's Souls true. 1 is That's all true. about lore, and yes. it's all about your character figuring out what happened in the past, and then making this one big decision. Dark Souls 2 is kind of specifically about the kind of, rise and fall of King Vendrick, who is the king of this land, who you read about in, in the histories. You learn about an ancient war he had with, with the giants. You go to the ancient war of the giants cool. at a certain point, which is cool. And you find Vendrick. And that moment is like all-time moment of the decade contender for me. Do you remember finding Vendrick in that game? He's when he's, he's, he's like, you find him just like in a basement he's and he's really tall. Basement, he's really and tall and he's, like, well, he's completely degenerated. He's completely walking around and in you, circles. He's an optional boss. He's an optional kill, boss, right? but he's an easy boss. He's His lost. foot just tries to stomp you. Yeah, like, that's it. He's Lost but it's sad. His faculties. It's, like, it's deeply sad, and he's he's a vision of you. He's like the vision of if like Dark Souls One's vision of like a cycle of ruin and violence is very um, mythic. You know what I mean? It's like oh yes, the 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 ember is is uh, is fading, and should we extend it and extend the age of man, or right. should we enter an age of sorry, the age of dark would be the age of man. Should mm -hmm. we extend it and continue in this age of of gods and myths, or should we let it let it fall and enter the age of man, the age of shadow? And this is like no, um, uh, the way that ruin works on bodies is you f lose track of who you are, you lose track of yourself in time and space. You, uh, you know, the this ancient war and the the kind of decrepit uh, kingdom that you're in have have kind of unsituated people from themselves. And if you continue, you're going to become king of this world, and eventually you're just going to be King Vendrick again. Right. That is like literally the the cycle that is put in front of you, and and that is a story that's set up by like at the very beginning, told to you as a character from this like cool fate, you know, fate uh, uh, winding witch woman, and like there is a story in that way. And so I think one, I just felt really connected to what the stakes of that game were in a way that was I, I like Dark Souls one. Sure. I mean, that's the other thing. 100%. I like Dark Souls yeah, of course. Um, so that's a big part of it. It's like, all, I love all of these little, both the vignettes of the echoes of the past cycle stuff, uh, the the fact that, like, it, it kind of reduces down the mythic 
angle and kind of focuses on like here's a particular kingdom, here's what the effect of like it doesn't feel like you're reading out a book of a thing that no, happened. You're exactly. getting to experience. And you're also it. doing that a little bit, but going yeah, back but, and seeing that yes. war is and like that war is in a place you've been to in the future. It, it, it's that, all yeah, that, that, that stuff is sick. I I owe you when you experienced that in the game, it was like ah, the game could like this series could be doing more things right. with its story right. that it. Choose, like often chooses not to, well, and then it's funny but man could be more interesting if they engaged with yes. other ways in of a, storytelling. In a future podcast this week, uh, you'll hear me say that Sekiro <laughs> is Dark Souls 2 too. Sure. Sekiro does this exact thing. Think about all the times in Sekiro you go back in time to another place and relive out a war that happened in the lore. Well, and also it's one in which it doesn't sacrifice the sort of mystical qualities mm. of what Dark Souls does with the storytelling mm -hmm. while also choosing to tell a very specific story. And I don't think lost that much in the process. No. Like there's so we much were about so worried about that with Sekiro too. Well, I think people don't know what it was gonna you know, how yeah. it was gonna pan out. And mm -hmm. as it turns out like there's it it kept the 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 kind of secret world building where like, do you want to engage with this? Do you do you not want to engage with this? But then brought along more people like me who's like I don't want to sit and put together the item stuff. Yeah. Like, or it's more enjoyable to have that to be an addendum to the storytelling as right. opposed to you're going to not really understand much of the through line unless, I mean, there, you know, there is like an A to B to C, but it's not as, doesn't have the same weight right. if you have to put it all together yourself. And right. I think Sekiro was like a really nice pairing of that storytelling totally. style, which my guess is actually like closer to what they'll just keep doing going forward. In, I think Elden Ring is probably going to be a similar situation. I, like, I bet like it, you know, it, it, you know, it's a spectrum, but, yeah, yeah. but my guess is it's, I hope they bring character creation back for Elden Ring. For I think instance. they've, I think they've said okay. as much, um, uh, but there, I think there's still a way to mm -hmm. bring people along. Definitely. Um, uh, in that way. I So another thing, so that is like the story stuff. I also do really love the gameplay. I want play. a 15 minute warning, Kyle. Yeah, please. Uh, the, Never. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, another thing in Sekiro. Sekiro is very good at one-on-one -on -one fights and fights against enemies who are similarly powerful as you. Or they, they are humans, right? They're, they which are, is a lot of Dark Souls too. Which is Almost all of Dark Souls 2. Yeah. There are a handful of bosses that are like wild and do cool yeah, yeah, things yeah. and mythological, blah, blah, blah. But there's a ton of bosses in Dark Souls 2. And a lot of them are just people who fight in unique ways. Or fight this big, bigger knight. Bigger knight or a knight that can, you know, that has uh, an axe instead of just a sword. There's you know, whatever one boss that I I played most of Scholar of the First Scholar of the First Sin? Scholar of the First Sin. Um, it's the optional boss. Fuck. What Which is you it? shouldn't play, by the way. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, you well, mentioned it in a different podcast. I, we have to restate really it here. Uh, Scholar of First Sin is a is a re-release of that game with yes. all the DLC, which is like nice that that's there. But it, they moved all the enemy placement around. They changed like they fundamentally changed. The, they it's a remix, right? It's a remix, which is dope. I like that that exists. I would. I never got around to playing Scholar of the First Sin, and I would like to. But I think I'd rather just replay Dark Souls Two again first right. and get that experience because I loved the combat encounters in that game. Mm -hmm. That's a very again like Sekiro, a very open game. The Rotten, one of the all time good. Oh yeah, bosses. totally. Absolutely. I'm trying to find the one that I couldn't beat. Um, there is a, a lot Smelter of, Demon. Fuck you, Smelter which Demon. Smelter Demon. I'm gonna look him up. Uh, the there's a lot of open spaces in Dark Souls Two where instead of just being like, you know, Dark Souls One has a lot of and, and Demon Souls also has a lot of like narrow hallways, a very lot of funneled like, corridors, very funnel funneled corridors. They're open spaces, but it's often it's a rarity. So that when you when you do right. encounter that, it's special. Like it's. Uh, you know that the boss is the big, you know, thing that flies through the air. Like the moment you see an open space, it's almost it's an uh oh. It's like yeah, the yes, fuck. Whereas here, there's a lot of open spaces 
but there is a sort of soft pressure on the way you're supposed to move through them. You'll right. come to a big open area and there will be a arch, couple archers in the distance. There might be like a really tough knight in the middle who will activate if you get near him and then like two or three other people who rush you uh, or something like that, right? And it's like, okay, well, like how do you want to go about this? If you want to rush to those archers, you might activate the knight in the middle who will then be added to that big boss fight, or the, not the boss fight, but into the, the big group fight. Right. There's a lot of group fights in Dark Souls 2. There's a lot of like you're overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It is the game that taught me it was okay to unlock. Yeah. Through Almost all of Demon Souls, except for a couple of bosses. I mean, generally, and for you all of Dark lock, Souls, like you are almost always in a better position combat-wise to not lock yes. on. But spatially, it's a nice. It's it's it's, a, it's, use, it, it's, a, it's a comfort. It's a safety blanket. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like okay, I'm facing the right way, and I know that that I'm not gonna like fall off the edge right. of the world. If right. It makes it easier to roll and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah there's generally, ben- generally, you are get, generally you are put at a, a combat disadvantage because you're going to get hit more often yeah. because you just are too laser focused. Well, on that is the fight. other thing that happens with the enemies in Dark Souls 2 uh, is they are not, they all demand something different from you. And I played a lot of Dark Souls 1 and a lot of Demon Souls the same way, which was shield up. And this is like the Bloodborne yeah. thing again, yeah. right? Shield up, you know, sword in my hand or axe in my hand. You play a soldier. You play a soldier. A you knight, block yeah. a knight. I sidestep around you. I hit you in the back with a stab. I roll. Stab. I, I roll you got to keep the medium roll so that you like can yeah, wear you decent can, armor. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> a lot of enemies in Dark Souls Two are like, no, fuck you. You're gonna backstep around me. You're gonna sidestep around me. I'm gonna literally fall. I'm a big turtle knight, and I'm gonna fall backwards on yeah. you. Or I have a secret weird like. Uh, uh, alcove in my back that opens up and fires a, a spider web out or whatever. You know what I mean? Like there's all sorts of counters to that those traditional play styles. And I just found myself when I played that game. That's the first game that I played through with a dual was like like dual handed uh, mm. in that series. It's the first time that I felt like I had to learn how to parry. Um, and it rewards parrying. It makes parrying very obvious. It makes like uh, in terms of when you've done it. Whereas yeah. in Dark Souls One, there's a lot of like I I par- oh but it's too late. I can't step in and get the hit. I fucked up. Uh, um, and then it 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 also just like f- there's a degree to which it was the first time that the the world felt. And so okay, one of the big things people love about Dark Souls is the interconnectedness. Of Dark Souls I think that's one. overstated. I like I, people, I, but people. No, no, love I know it, people right? love it, but I think yes, it's overstated. I also that, that that being, you know, when we did like old podcasts, like I think when we did, what is a Souls like? Yeah. How do we define it as mm-hmm. a genre? I think a lot of people would put that as a bullet point. I don't know that I would. Me too. I think that's more a it's thing cool. they have done, but it's, I don't know that it's intrinsic it's to what makes for, it special. Right. It's special about Dark Souls. Yes. It also isn't that special to me because it falls apart at any prodding. Like, it's true that there is a, if you look at like the 3D map, it does all fit together. But like the Undead Berg is not. Geographically, it makes it no makes sense. It makes no sense. There's not a city. That's they just stitch cities. together levels. And yeah. Like put and in... it's, they stitch them together well. Nice work. And it, it, But then you get. You know, like a uh, you know a fallen order that I think like misunderstands totally. like how it uses it, totally. and then like you know it's it's not it's not so much the fallen order does a thing where a goofy thing where it says like literally like unlock shortcut. Yeah. <laughs> it's more that it misunderstands how like how the series has deployed shortcuts, right. and then doesn't doesn't follow that through line or that design philosophy. Dark Souls Two like dismisses it entirely. If you look at a three D map of Dark Souls Two, it like. Well, it's a hub and spoke game. But it also, like, if you tried to overlay all of the maps, they just don't work. The famous (laughs) example is you go through whatever the poison windmill area is. Yeah. uh, And then at the end, you climb the windmill. What an ugly area to look at. It's a hideous. That's, like, one of my least favorite areas in terms of (laughs) visuals. It's hideous. Hideous, but not even Blighttown hideous. Like, it's not... It's not even trying to be the ugly place in in that well, game. No, I, I, well, <laughs> this, this game also place. has like a fascinating production history, yes. right? Like, yeah. I think part of why part of what I like about Dark Souls Two, in like a broader sense, is what it represents, which yeah. is like from software struggling to make a sequel to an unexpected 
Dark Souls was a blockbuster hit relative to From yes. Software terms. Oh, absolutely. Um, it put them into a different stratosphere in terms of what was expected of them. You go read the the history of this game. Like mm-hmm. it was, re, you know, it was essentially like most of the game tossed out, redone halfway through. Miyazaki wasn't, you know, it was, it was handed off to yep. people under him. This was meant to be like, hey, you guys do the sequel. Miyazaki is going to go off, and I guess he was doing Bloodborne at that point. Um, it's a messy game, and yeah. I think the messiness like is present in the game. In some ways, it's probably responsible for some of the things you like about it because 100%. it's messy. Yeah, absolutely. Of course, it's. I like messy things. I like I like ambitious things. The and and I like things that that try to in, who that try to embrace messiness thematically along the way. And so, like the fact that it's you, a confused sequel, and that's part but it's of its also, charm. But it's also a, a sequel about confusion. Right. Like, it is explicitly a sequel about the ways in which like you lose touch with yourself, the ways in which an empire loses touch with the people within it. Like you, it is not a mistake that you take the elevator at the top of the windmill, which one is already a goofy fucking thing. (laughs) And then you go up and reveal yourself to be in a new lava world above the clouds (laughs) that is not connected to the ground in any way. That's not a, they didn't fuck up. That wasn't a cinema sin. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like that was a decision about the surreality of imperial spaces, of, of like this, this kingdom that's fallen apart. I mean, that's like always a big case I've always made with this privately to people is that Dark Souls 1 is a game about time and sp- and space is situated and still. Like, okay, here is the world and you kind of get a cross cut of it through time in terms of like seeing different eras of it because different places are in different, you know, degrees right. of disrepair. You see two different versions of Honor Londo. Like uh, the, there is a, a sort of like, but, but, but the, st- the t- uh, space is stable. You know, Dark Souls gets timey wimey, but it doesn't get spacey wacy. Dark Souls too, <laughs> to steal, you know, stealing stealing terms from uh, my good my good good friends who do the Bonfire Side podcast. Dark Souls two gets fucking spacey wacy. Yeah. Dark Souls two doesn't give a fuck. In fact, it does give a fuck about the ways in which spaces flow in and out of each other, but it gives a fuck about them in a way that it wants it to feel wrong. You want to like slip into the well in Majula and end up like this is a regular well. There's a well in Majula that is just a hole in the ground that goes forever until you're like seeing ancient weird uh, uh, creatures. You see the, you the can kind of you can climb back up through it though, right? You can't get point? back up. You have to. You actually have to either teleport back up or get to the you bottom. Can da- you can go down, right? There, there are platforms. Get, like, the echo you need, of you need like the, something to. Uh, that is really like the Nido, the Gravelord Nido's echo, or not echo, right, but like right, whatever right. The, the Lord Soul is yeah. uh, equivalent, is all the way at the bottom of gotcha. that past. I want to say the Rotten. I forget the name of the. This is the thing is like, some I didn't the, get a chance. Some of the rats to, in that opening Majula area, they're fucking hard. They're man. hard to find. Yeah, they will fuck you up. There's yeah. that one down in that basement. Oh, maybe You know what? Maybe Fallen Order understood something about Dark Souls more than we gave it credit for because the fucking goats <laughs> in that goats game in will game. mess you up. Those rams are or whatever. Some, those rams, yeah, with the, the, the horns. Those yeah. are the hardest enemy in Fallen Order by far. No, Ongo Bongo or whatever the fuck that guy. His name is. <laughs> we done? That's 15 minutes. Oh, and we should take a break. Really? Then there's gonna need to be a there's break. Need to be a break. Let's take a break. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. All right, we're back. Oh, right, because we need ads. We need ads. ads. That makes sense. Okay, we're figuring it out as we go along. Yeah, (laughs) yep, exactly. Um... Did you, is there a reason you wanted a 15 minute break? Is it? Ta- are you like you just want no. to know generally? Okay, yeah, no, I just wanted to get a sense. So that I, 
I don't want to just talk about Dark Souls two. No, exactly. I just wanted to like. But those get are the big. It, yeah. those, that's the big reason I love Dark Souls two. Right. I I I love the combat. I, the last thing I'll say about it is I think there's a real diversity of builds. I think that the the like uh, all of the different covenants you can enter are all really interesting, and it's where they started to really experiment with that stuff, yeah. which they would continue to do in all the rest of their games, or not Sekiro, but all the rest of the the Souls and, and in Bloodborne. Yeah. And then and then the, the, the like I said, the diversity of builds um, thing is like. One of the reasons why Dark Souls Two is a really popular game among PvP players is there's lots of ways you do to lots play of Dark Souls Two, yeah. mm-hmm. and so like that's a. F- I it's, think- it's more balanced in that way, yes. whereas like a. So, I mean, part of the charm of Demon Souls and Dark Souls is how much you can break them with yes. like their uh, different magic systems, Demon Souls especially. And I've long advocated if they're actually going to remake that game, keep that shit. Yeah. I don't <laughs> actually know if I want them to balance that out because I played Demon Souls and was a magic user for the first time because I was playing Demon Souls and I was like, I'm just gonna. Do something different. And people were yeah. so mad when I streamed it because they're like, "Oh, you know, you broke the game." I was like, ah, fuck you! Like, I, I just want to see what it was like, and it was a fascinating way to play the game long range. Yeah. When it's just, I never you <laughs> don't engage, nev- with that don't stuff. engage with the game that totally. way. Totally. Uh, yeah, so it's like uh, some of my favorite NPCs are in Dark Souls 2. There's like that cool scholar who's from a kingdom that no one even remembers the name of. He's like so far out of out of his place and time. There's uh, the the like masked um, uh, kind of duelist who you mm-hmm. meet a bunch of times. I love those those characters a lot. Um, and, and yeah, there is there is a game about about kind of spatial breadth instead of instead of spatial uh, continuity. Three Sentinels. I'll say like I, that. That I, that, that I, it, I like Three Sentinels. So well, so okay. do I. Okay. Because a lot of people don't. Uh, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, you can cheese it. You, you know, you, you can hide in a corner and yeah, just, just whack low. at their knees. Yeah. Um, but that was, that, that was an instance in which it went against my broader criticism of the overuse of dual enemies where it, yeah. it seems to become a trope because by, do, by virtue of literally just doing one more, like it changes the, and the dynamic of those enemies cause they can jump. Well, and so the thing they that can, does... they can scale in that room in a way right. that it's not just like big, too lumbering Right, dudes coming, and at I you. do, think or even O and S, right, is two fundamentally different yeah. enemies. That's part of what makes that being two so special. Is that you have a big lumbering oaf, and then this just super fast lightning spear right. that is just will fuck but you. But the up. thing is, by including more multiple enemy fights, what Dark Souls Two does is enable other builds and other strategies to be viable. Sure, yeah, to be to be preferable in those situations to make you mix it up. Like so, again, there's the first time that I used a, uh, I double handed like a great sword or whatever in those games, all, almost all the way through. Once I understood my build, was I wanted that ability for those those big overhand slashes, for those big wide slashes to hit multiple enemies at a time to fight bosses like the congregation. And some of those things, the funny thing is like you end up looking at Dark Souls or, or, or especially Dark Souls three. Um, I was gonna say Bloodborne a little bit, but I, I have no idea. What the development history was there. There was such an overlap. They released kind of only a year apart. Project so, Beast. Yeah, Project Beast. That was like, uh, who knows what they learned from one to the right, other. Right. But the thing I, I will say is I think both Dark Souls 2 and Bloodborne are both trying to address the same basic issue, uh, which is everyone plays Dark Souls the same way. Yes. And Dark Souls 2 does it by trying to open up uh, inside of the same basic and, and without, structure. without rejecting a certain place. Right, without Bloodborne saying you can't at, do. At, Bloodborne just that is says, exactly it. you can't do this. Right. It, it makes gives, fun of you. It gives you that crummy wooden yeah. shield. Yeah. It's extremely and funny. And there's like some line on the wooden shield that is like an insult, It's right? basically yeah. like, for cowards. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and you can't use it. Like, I mean, you can't you know, yeah, you can just like yeah, anyone yeah, does anything yeah, in Dark Souls, but yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's a roundabout way of like saying like, actually... Because, like, I played Dark Souls 2 like, the same way that I played right. Dark Souls. Because, oh, well, I could. Um, and I don't play them multiple times. Had I done that, then maybe I had something different. But um, that's what I liked. Maybe that's, I think that's a huge part of my, like, attraction uh-huh. to Bloodborne is because it said no. Yeah. Like, it said do something different and specifically was addressing the way I played, which is how everyone yeah. played. This is why I want everyone. I didn't. 
You didn't. What? You from the jump were not playing. I picked up the Uchigatana in okay. the first Dark Souls yeah. and never put it down. Mm. And where I also do you, never. Do you, where do you find that? Where is that in Dark Souls? In the in Undead Berg, there's a merchant that if you kill, oh, you pick it up right. early. Early. Wait. You just killed this merchant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. I was like, I don't remember picking that up, but I was like, right. But you can get special items if you kill certain. Absolutely. Merchants. And yeah. that I used that sword throughout. Tried to upgrade it as much as I can. Like tried to keep hold on to it as much as I can because I love the move set and it was light enough and dexterity based that I could have the fast roll right. if I built it that way in which Dark- is what I did <laughs> in yeah. Dark Souls- which is what I fucking did and I'm- in Dark Souls 1 I think I used the hand axe for three fourths of the game <laughs> what? yeah you bet, can just that's, that's, that's you can a just, popular build you can just like it starts not particularly useful yeah. but if you just dedicate the upgrades you to were it, it turns right? it, yeah I was a pyromancer yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I did pyromancy with, uh, with, with the hand axe and like eventually I gave it up for some big ass sword towards the end, the end yeah. of the game, but like I had the hand axe for a long fucking time <laughs> in yeah. that no, game. I, I just use katanas, katana, whatever yeah. whatever katanas I could find because they were fast and had so a slash and a thrust yeah, option. Totally, so. totally. Sekiro is no wonder. my favorite and fucking that, yeah, 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 no shit. <laughs> because that that's how no I shit. wanted to play those games <laughs> forever, and uh, the the whole posture system was just an added bonus of like being the kind of speed I wanted from that game always like I still enjoyed Dark Souls I only I never played two I only did one and three I play two I everyone yeah. who everyone who liked Bloodborne or or uh, after playing Bloodborne and Sekiro I right. want people to go back and see how they feel about Dark Souls 2 hmm. they might still hate it they might still hate it but, <laughs> but the thing is like but the thing you is, may I learn Dark certain Soul, lessons Souls- of play that will change your experience with Dark Souls 2 Dark Souls 2 the criticism of it has softened so much over time because yeah. it was uh, I don't think people knew what they wanted from a sequel. Yeah, and then this game didn't surprise. Like it was just, it was a weird, a t- like a it came at a weird time in a weird space for people at a weird spot for FromSoft. Now I think it's like genuinely lo- like not beloved, it's, it's maybe not, but it's, it's like it's I mean, not it's not seen it, as it like was also well reviewed at the time. Yeah, absolutely, it was one of those things where it was like. You know, Neo hey Gath man, they Reddit changed the lighting like effects it. in yeah. that game. Oh they God. remember they that? Did. I do remember that. They, it did look. It, was, it did look better though. It in the earlier dope. Builds. I would have loved that. I would have loved that. But of course it did. But like, it turns right. out, developing yeah. games means learning. Sometimes you don't have the resources to pull something off, right? Because a console can't do it. Like, yeah, my guess is that was just a PC thing. build thing. Yeah, and then of course. And I wish it was in the PC build still. Yeah. Um, in fact, there was lots of torches in that game. It's like mm, there used, this used to be a bigger, yeah, more important feature, didn't it? I think that was yeah part of the theory of like why it was like there was some torch tech yeah totally and it's fine for you know as always like i think people are allowed to have their taste sure you know um uh but but i i know mine but i think more interestingly in this conversation is like 10 years ago demon souls came out is it really 10 years i think that's correct i want to say it's 2009 february 2009 Ten years later, a Star Wars Demon Souls game came out. Yeah, that's crazy. That's it's <laughs> unbelievable. Like, and obviously there are important differences. We've sure, talked sure, about sure, the yeah, differences yeah. there. But, I mean, yeah. but in terms of the way Demon Souls was, was uh, received by the widest audience, that was like, "This is a bad game. This is janky. This isn't responsive enough for me. This is too punishing." It was legitimately controversial that GameSpot gave it its game of the year. Yeah, it totally. was like what Kevin the? Van Ord, Kevin Ord, uh, who, who else was Greg Kasavin was, 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 was a big advocate. Yes. Um, um, but like that was like shout a, out to that team. A, I mean, it's hard to be like controversial with like your game of the year pick. Um, but like that was like a big deal back then because that game didn't review well. Mm-hmm. People didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just it was it was a, it was an outlier, and uh, it's hard to admit, like outside of like um you know there's obviously Minecraft like yeah I think it's had like some of the most profound influence on what 
wide kind of triple A, at least, yeah. triple, uh, but not even just triple A in terms of doing some of the groundwork uh, coming up at the same time as the kind of roguelike boom, people having learning different relationships with loss in games and like failure. And, and also this was an era when you had like folks like Cliff Bozinski talking about Gears of War and saying like, we always want you to see the stuff we built. Yeah. And like Souls, one of the things actually lost about what's actually I, I love about the series is that intrinsic to it's we're okay if you die it's also like we're okay if you don't see shit well, it's also mm-hmm. like you can to... miss whole areas yeah. like yeah. like in Bloodborne like uh, Kanehurst Castle yeah. is totally you just, optional you just might not optional. see it <laughs> like, <laughs> the best I know people game. especially when I reviewed the game people were just like the fuck you talking about there's a castle like, yeah you gotta get a ticket and you get on this thing <laughs> and like carriage yeah and and the whole all, the whole series often has uh, just completely missable or optional things and like that's I consider that to be like sort of fun like it's it isn't necessarily. No, you're like, totally right. The, I, I not that I, you won't see an area, but just like it's okay with you, the, the, not seeing th- like right. I, you know. Yeah, uh, absolutely, there are optional bosses. There are there are the quests the way the quests are designed that are like you need a wiki to follow some of these. Yeah, yeah. some of that's uh, but 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 yeah. but I, I kind of with some some of that stuff I had totally, an option to flip on. <laughs> but, but some of that stuff it emerges from that same ethos, yes. right? Which is like this is a we're putting together a, a world that is messy and that is yeah. like not. Like it is wikiable, but like it is not necessarily. You're kind of you're meant to miss it. Yeah, like that again. Thematically, has been part of what these games are about. Is 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 about being overwhelmed in a world that is big, big and hostile, and beyond the point of like not just like simple communication, but like all of the all of the structures that would allow people to live in this world and be con- and have a convenient life are gone. They've been ruined. The roads are destroyed. Bloodborne's the only one. Well, Bloodborne and Sekiro are both right. games in which you actually get glimpses of like civilization, civilization yeah, and people living. how yeah. people live, which is mm-hmm. part of what I like about both those games. Like I like the apocalyptic nature of, of, of Souls, but it's also nice. Yeah. F- even just for the grounding of the storytelling to like, like oh like it's it's convenient to just have everyone gone, but it's nice to like have people or some some it sense totally of is. civilization. Like, I like again, Majula feels like that. Yeah, it feels like one a place. little little shot of like oh wow cool this is th- you know what people I, actually live here. This is my hometown. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. I can't forget this. Uh, what is your favorite Souls game? We only probably have a few minutes left. What's, what's Five. the timer? Five minutes? Right. Oh, we're good. Uh, oh, it's Bloodborne. It's Bloodborne. Far far right? far and away. Like. Um, the aesthetic, the mechanics, the like, just everything did about it. Did you go back and do the DLC stuff? Yeah. Oh man. So I remember when I did the DLC because I reviewed it for Kotaku. Uh, I beat that. I reviewed Bloodborne, so I beat it. Mm-hmm. Got New Game Plus. The DLC came out like a year later or nine months later, and you know, traditional Souls fashion, like the DLC picks up some ways through the game. Right. You can't just you don't just play a separate expansion. Yeah. So I had to play. Uh, the old hunters on New Game Plus, which means I had to like spend like a couple of hours just grinding to like just bring my yeah, base I, level. Yeah. Like, um, so it's why I don't. This why I had to summon for uh, Orphan Kos, Kos, uh the the final uh, mm-hmm. boss in that because I was just like I was still under leveled. I was just frustrated, so I just summoned and, and beat the game. But yeah, I uh, I mean the moment the highs in Bloodborne, like I will never forget getting kidnapped. Right. <laughs> like getting hit by one of those masked motherfuckers, the and then, yeah. and it's not, and it's you think, oh, I'm down, da- I'm dead. Like I'll just okay, uh, I'll no, restart. Where the no, fuck a am cut I? scene, and yeah. now I'm in this weird dark place with lamps everywhere. It's just such an, uh, and especially when I was reviewing it, and I was just like, what the fuck? I don't even have yeah. anyone to ask. Right. Like what's right. going on? <laughs> that when the amygdala pickup, the similar thing of like you're walking the hand pickup, pick and then up. and then well, actually it's not even a hand at first. Remember at first it's invisible. Yes, and then and then and later through the you game the... you real you get the ability to see what was around you the whole yeah. time. And you're like, oh my god, 
there was a fucking Lovecraftian creature just hanging out. Look, just the best, hanging out. The best Lovecraft out. game of in ten years was Bloodborne. That's probably that's probably true. I'm not ready to say it, but it's probably true. In, in a in a video in a video, in a video game? game, you know, I'm I'm trying to think if there's anything else that. But my answer is probably. Probably in like in some indie space, but like not sure, nothing yeah, comes sure. to mind. I, I, yeah, at, uh, yeah. But I'm, like you're saying, compared to Sinking City, yeah, the Call of Cthulhu game from a few. Years and also, I mean, yeah, last yeah, you year. know, I, I uh, you know, I've, you know, I again, I haven't read too deeply on like the mythology, but like you know, I've seen like people like Dia talk about like how it engages with that in a yeah. way that is really yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. So you're Dark Souls two. I'm, I'm Bloodborne. Dark Souls 2. What are you? Sekiro. Yeah, Sekiro. yeah. I, I was yeah. pretty sure. Hundred percent. I. Is that because I I tried parrying in the Dark Souls games and I could never get the hang of it and it didn't feel because every enemy is different and it doesn't communicate in its yeah. visual language like Sekiro makes that part of the right. design is like we're gonna communicate parry to you right. through attacks and not even not even just that but like the 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 posture system in general the feeling that like what you're what you're wearing down is their like is their stamina bar right mm-hmm. uh, and the fact right. that it's it's made it made the the combat. Uh, it's. I mean, you are reacting to the animation of, but it, it's more. It's. It's. It feels more active than the reaction of like getting out of the way, because generally getting out of the way also means creating distance. But it, to play like a lot of those fights, backing off is the wrong call. Like you need to be in there and not necessarily attacking, but blocking, parrying to pressing. Whittle, yeah, you need pressing. to be pressing. Yeah. Um and. Part partly that, and partly also the way that I feel like they, it felt to me like they were on a different like they had up to their game in animations in a way, the way that the the because they were all like kind of human most mostly, uh, human characters the way that they reacted to different parries and different the 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 fucking. <sighs> the attack the follow up attack that Seven Spears does after you Makiri counter him yeah. It expresses such an anger at yeah. the fact that you fucking stepped on his spear. Yeah. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, I was like, oh my, like, this Sekiro's is wild so how much detail they've put into making these feel like if you, like, took any clip of of, of one of those fights where you're doing well, yeah. it's go- it looks like a fucking movie. Like, yeah, it, I mean, that's, like, one of my favorite things that, that uh, there's that account on Twitter yeah. that just does the GIFs. Oh. I can't remember the name of the, the person who runs it, but, but fantastic. Just, like, I love starting the game. Yeah, dude is starting to get invited out to oh yeah like, I saw that he did what EA Jedi, was just he did. like hey come out and just record and, a bunch of Fallen Order footage yeah, totally. which is and cool as Fallen hell Order gifts the, for us and, 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 he, and the big thing too for me was like even when they went big on the enemies you could still react the same way even if they added the, right. you know they add certain things that are like well if you're gonna get hit by something this big the, the parry the is gonna like yeah like really the great ape, you like you could, you could still you you would block you would yeah you would fucking stab your sword into the ground and use the you know the friction of the ground to block it, but you still fucking block it and it yeah. still does a ton of posture damage. And it was so fucking cool to be able to stand up to those things that way, even though like if you fucked it up, you're gonna you yeah. you you're out you're like you're yeah. done. Uh, Mercury like, counter. I think I just watched some in Makiri counter. It's very good. It's the, it's the best counter in the game. It's, best count, it's the best so counter in good. the counter decade. of the decade. Counter of the decade. <laughs> parry of the decade. Makiri counter. Especially because that specifically the, the way that they they signal that with uh, one symbol, but it could be uh, what was it? Two or three different things. Two things. Three. Three. Couldn't it? Was the third grab? Th- grab? Grab was the third. Grab. I feel like was the easiest to tell apart. Yeah. But like, is it going to be a sweep? Is it going to be a sweep or is it going to be a stab? And some yeah. of those were real close together, but like it always so it always felt fucking amazing when yeah. you hit it. That's a, such uh, a, a, right. a brilliant <laughs> idea of like we're going to signal that something big is coming, but you still have to read body language yep. to know what it is. Yeah. 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 
Where are we at on time? I'm guessing we're there. Yeah, okay. 30 minutes. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that is going to do it for us Just let, let it play over the outside. Let yeah, it play. Yeah. Um, happy holidays, everybody. We'll, we will be back with some other big, interesting podcasts the rest of the week, including Game of the Year, including, again, a spoiler cast for both uh, Death Stranding and for Fire Emblem, um, and uh, some other really big, cool things. I don't want to give a schedule. We'll just have to be surprised. Open a gift every day. Yay. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Fuck capitalism. Go home. <laughs>